We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage all the way to the we-just-hit-a-million-orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash specialoffer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash specialoffer. Welcome to the Pat Mayo Experience, jumping in to Super Bowl week. Today, spread pick, game preview, few props, and other fun stuff to go along with it. If you out there want to get into a draw for 20 DraftKings dollars, what you do, you see, is smash the like button for the episode, leave your DraftKings handle in the comment section, give me the the score of the game, give me a score for San Francisco, a score for Kansas City, and boom with your DraftKings handle, and you're in the draw for 20 DK bucks. However, if you want to get into a draw for 100 DraftKings dollars, even if you are a video viewer, take the time to go subscribe to the Pat Mayo Experience audio podcast. Leave a five-star review, DraftKings handle, and something you like about this show, like, hey, I love that Pat has three consecutive shows, maybe even four coming about the Super Bowl in the lead-up to the Super Bowl. That way you can be in a draw for 100 DraftKings bucks. Winners announced on a Monday show. Also, if you want to get in the game before the football action starts, highly recommend FantasyNational.com for all of your DraftKings golf, betting on golf needs. DraftKings, or sorry, FantasyNational.com slash PME gets you 20% off. So highly recommend you go check that out because Jeff Feinberg knows that there's nothing that makes the Super Bowl more fun than hitting a big-time winner an hour before it starts at 40-1 to for golf. Oh, the best. I, as we've joked about on the golf show many a times over the years, I've won a lot of Phoenix Opens, and I always lose the Super Bowl. And maybe, I go in. Like, maybe I just, you'll lose the Phoenix Open this year, and I'll win, then yeah. you can win the Super Bowl. Yeah, but it's like, oh, I'd, ra- I'd rather win my golf bet than my Super Bowl bet. I'm, I'm, I'm like mentally weak, and I win a fat stack like 40 minutes before kickoff, or sometimes when those things go to a playoff. Like four minutes before kickoff. You're all People in. are like yelling at you at the party. Get a life. So coming up this, oh, oh, didn't turn your ringer off, huh? No, but this is probably somebody like from the CRA. Oh, oh the, the the fake government call? I don't. You owe taxes. Please call yeah. us back or you go to jail. It's like, really? And then you're going you, to jail, huh? 
And then you like do hit like let's see where this goes. And no, I like, do not. I do not hit it. That you always... go directly to an Indian call center and you tell them to fuck off. Well, this is the whole thing that goes along with Tim too. When he engages with the tweets, the ad tweets that he doesn't I... want, they're calling you back. Ringer hardly knew her. Get that out of here. Anyway, I'll, let's I'll it. throw it through the wall. Don't doubt me. Uh, throw it on the ground. Don't break it though. I know I need it. You're good. Yeah, you do need it. Your little magical box. Everyone needs their little magical box. So coming up, we have some party stuff for later on. We're going to break down the game. Coming up this week, I got Drewby from DailyRoto.com to talk showdown. There's a DraftKings contest for like a million bucks. Uh, Drewby, the best showdown player in the world. He is going to be coming on the show. He uses the tools from DailyRoto.com. If you use the promo code PME, get yourself a discount over there because you're probably not going to play one lineup in the, uh, in the old showdown contest if you're actually serious about winning it. Uh, you want to play as many as possible. So up to 150. Uh, I got Davis for a full slate of props and maybe even a special show. We got a Saturday show coming out this week, so a ton. So let's introduce the rest of the team. Jeff obviously is here. Paul is behind the camera and the pick that we all need to know, the fourth member of the team, the coin. The coin shall be giving its spread pick along with Tim and Gust. Tim and Gust. That is not my name. No, I heard it was. I heard it wasn't. People are saying Top Cat all the time now. It's taken over. It's the number one name I get now. The the ironic Top Cat? It's not ironic. It may have started that way with some people, but now it's become genuine. Genuine? What are you, riding your pony over there? You can't say genuine? <laughs> Whatever. All right. So do you, do you want to jump right into this, or do you have any like first thoughts about like Super Bowl week? As, as people may or may not know, Tim got annihilated by me in the 40, in a throwing competition, in a kicking competition. We went to the Super Bowl two years ago. Yeah, I wasn't dressed for the competition, and you it, were. So. I, what do you mean I was? You were just, you were prepared to do the stuff before we got there, and I wasn't. And then at the last minute, we decided I would compete as uh, as well. I mean, I lost, but I feel like I would have done better had I been better dressed uh, for the event. And of course, you know, the one Super Bowl we get to cover was, you know, 12, 8 to 12 degrees Fahrenheit every day. In Miami, it's like 90 degrees. Yeah, it would have been, it would have been nice to be in Miami, not Minneapolis. Not that I didn't like Minneapolis. No, it was fine. Yeah, not, something, not something I would really go visit in the middle, or the end of January, beginning of February. However, I was not dressed for the occasion. I was wearing like black slacks. He he has no right to say anything because he was in heaven in a mall. And don't kid yourself, Tim would be happier in the mall in Minnesota with 12 degrees than in the Miami Convention Center. No disputing that. But it would have been cool to be outdoors in the baseball stadium for media night rather than indoors at the Minnesota Wilds hockey arena for a media night. Which is in St. Paul, not Minneapolis. That's right. Never, and- we had to take a weird bus ride. Props but, to uh, who didn't touch him and had a good game. Uh, Alshon refused to touch him, yeah. and so did Zach Ertz. And then Goskowski shook his hand and missed an extra point <laughs> out of the gate. And, and a field goal, and they lost it by four points or whatever. And your uncle but, Louie you know, was there? Yeah, his dad, secret dad, Louie Anderson. I got a hug from JB Smooth. Yeah, out of nowhere. That was crazy. Out of nowhere, he just said, hey, man, give me a hug. I was like, okay. I told him, you're, you're hilarious. <laughs> anyway, that was fun. But you get a sense when you're on the floor, like you can't get near any of the, the the who's who on media night. Like you just have no chance to ever ask a question to Patrick Mahomes or Jimmy Garoppolo. Like we talk to offensive linemen and kickers for a reason. 
in that and we talked i talked to matthew slater about patrick chung's nickname that i gave him well hung patrick chung he enjoyed that i don't know he, if he's well hung or not but it's good he did, but yeah i mean it why i watched all media night last night uh on tv because once you've been there you have a different perspective on it and i was like man I remember that was like running around. Like it's hard to get anything out of these people, except for the people who are like hyped to be there and want to tell you everything. And those are the guys who are like the blocking tackles and the punter. Yeah, Donnie Jones was our guy that night. He was. He was singing to us. He was having a great time. Hey, right, well, you guys want to get into this? Sure. Super Bowl live, as I believe the number is this year. Is that correct? It is. L-I-V. So Kansas City, a point and a half favorite. That's where it's fallen to at the moment. So it is San Francisco plus one and a half. The over-under in this game is 54. I have a wager on the Kansas City Chiefs to win the Super Bowl at eight to one the week after they lost to Tennessee when Patrick Mahomes returned. So I'm trying to figure out what I should do with this because I'm absolutely torn on this game. Do I just hedge it and get half my money and consider myself a winner or do I... Let it ride on Kansas City because I do think Kansas City's going to win. Then I would, uh, I'd probably let it ride. It's free money though. Like actual free money. Not when Tim talks about free money, you just lose all your money. All I have to do is click one button. I get my monies. I think I would wait to see how Phoenix treated me before I decided whether to get on San Francisco where I am. Well, I mean, I can just bet it right now at plus 105. I mean, you need to do like a half hedge to get all my money out. Yeah, but it's only eight to one. It's not like it's seventy to one. Like, no, but I, yeah, but, you should let it but go. yeah, but there's a big difference between an eight to one Super Bowl future wager versus like a random golf bet that is seventy to one. Like I only made one future bet for like, and this was mid season, so it's a substantial wager versus like the twenty bucks I would normally put on a seventeen to one or seventy to one golfer. I, I get it, but I, it seems to me if you think they're going to win and you've got them, ah, let it ride. So I'm definitely hedging now that Tim has inquired to say, you know, you should definitely let it ride. You you're, don't seem like a let it ride type of guy to me. I would on an eight to one bet. I, I would be hedging if I had it at like 20, 20 to one or 25 to one, then the I would bet, probably be going to play the other side. But yes, because it was like a future. It's a, it's not a small bet. Yeah. But it's also the, su- it's not like a, a huge bet. And it's also the Super Bowl. Like you would bet that on the Super Bowl. Yes, I would. So, I don't know. I Yeah, that it's the amount that I would probably bet on the single game of the Super Bowl. Yeah. But now I can just click a button and I get the money I would have won for the Super Bowl. I uh, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I'm such like a monkey for like, I don't know, because it's the Super Bowl cuz it's like the big game. Uh, just let it ride. And I'm but the weird thing about me and you is cuz we were talking off air is if I, I would probably look for like the quarter hedge. Well, you're like, no, it's either I'm just like yeah, if taking I'm gonna, out if like I'm full hedge, half, yeah, or like this. And I sort of said like, no, but I would like be happy with that like a nice round number I gave you. And you're like, no, it's either like I'm just taking the half, and like now my betting interest is done, or I'm like letting it ride. So I don't know. We differ on that, but we'll see. I'll figure out what to do. I'll have a sense. Maybe when we talk this through about this game, maybe. I would guess, like, have you heard a lot of cases for San Francisco this week? Not many at all. So are you surprised that the line hasn't really moved? No, because apparently people are telling me there's cases out there. They're just not in my orbit. 
who are the cases from? Are they from like, yeah, I mean, no, all like, the money came in right to start on San Francisco? Yeah, came and if I look at the public Everybody breakdown, like it's it's not like crazy. I think I'm seeing like a 55, uh, 45. But I don't know. Even somebody who works at a book in Vegas told me like, you know, he's definitely seeing more 49er bets. So I don't know. I, and I acknowledge like even in golf season or around, I have an exorbitant amount of like Chiefs Kingdom in my feeds. Maybe you notice it because you're – do the Chargers even have a symbol? No, but my point – Bolt down? Bolt up, baby. <laughs> but 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 we all four of us. My point being is, I don't know, like so many in the Midwest. Like I got a ton of Vikings fans. Like I don't know. The yeah. Midwest is obsessed with golf. I'm telling you that's where like – I don't know. You The data numbers, I don't know if they break it down by state. But I, I'm just telling you, I have an exorbitant amount of interaction with Chiefs Kingdom that has nothing to do with me being a Chargers fan. Maybe you're telling me like you're crazy and that's obviously why. But – I don't know. So maybe it's just the orbit I'm in. In my like group chat, it's probably like 88% Chiefs. And these guys, you know, they're not like great betters, not horrible betters, but like the few guys that are just pounding for Chiefs, like I don't want to be on the same side as them. It does feel that's, like that's sort of like where I'm getting tentative. But I don't have a, a very strong lean. And I told you, it's a Super Bowl. Like I like to have an opinion and be adamant. And I feel like naked, not like loving aside for a big game that I want to put a big piece on. So this breaks it down to me of why I probably will end up hedging. This is the first Super Bowl I can remember in quite some time that I'm actually really looking forward to the actual game. Like the game itself is just awesome on paper. It's a lot like it's a lot like those Baltimore Kansas City games that we've seen the last 2 years, but I think that the Niners present a bigger challenge to the Chiefs where it seemed like the Chiefs had the Ravens number. It was the main reason that I bet on the Chiefs to begin with. So before New England went into its slide, uh, the Chiefs were actually like, they were hanging like decent numbers for them to win the Super Bowl, but you knew that they were going to win the AFC West. So they would have to probably not get the bye and go in and they end up getting the bye anyway, so it didn't matter. But it looked like they'd be the three seed at that point. But the way that Baltimore played Kansas City, obviously having Lamar versus Jimmy G, but those offenses, I feel, work kind of similar like their best receiver is a tight end they're going to do a ton of running and they're going to block really well just the defense on the other side with san francisco is so much better than baltimore's at least at getting to the quarterback so i worry that this is a game where the san francisco defensive line dominates the kansas city offensive line and mahomes is obviously good enough to overcome this but if you can get into his face just a little bit we've seen crazier things happen to a super bowl than mahomes having a bad game uh, can i say something no <laughs> again maybe i'm just going into my bubble the chargers did a few things this year in both games that like cosmo homes a lot of trouble through a lot of interceptions uh either dropped or called back by yeah but penalties. you can do that against the chargers because you know that they're gonna throw you eight interceptions my point being is there is like a there is some for as invincible as he is there does seem to be some ways to cause him trouble and problems for as unlikely as it I mean, seems. Remember last year they didn't score a point in the first half of the AFC Championship game. It's not like uh, it, no such thing as an unstoppable offense, right? Like there's a lot on tape of him struggling. And for as much as there's on tape of him doing the most amazing things ever, and you think there's no way this guy's not going to be in this spot like every other year for the next decade. And they've come out flat in the first two games to start the playoffs and they weren't going up against san francisco's defense like the titans defense is like whatever and houston's defense is like objectively bad against the pass so that makes a lot of sense they were able just to go and just start posting points over and over but if you fall behind 10 nothing 
to San Francisco. Like, they'll muff the clock on you. And they have, not only do they have a good defense, they have a perfect defense set up for what Kansas City wants to do. They want to drop back. They want to pass. They want to take shots. San Francisco is very good at defending that. Weirdly, like, Damian Williams should have a big game here if the Chiefs want to win, both up the gut and, like, in the flats. That would be the best way to attack and at least get that pressure off of you. And then you have to you have to force San Francisco to commit people to either stay up to the line or they can't blitz. And you have to make sure that you know you can double team Bosa and hopefully that's good enough to keep people out of Mahomes' face. I will say against the Chargers, however, that Mahomes was just returning from an ankle injury. He's shown through these past two weeks in the playoffs that his mobility is way up. He's running great too. Yeah, no, one hundred percent. He's even. Uh, I think they got him like twenty five to one for first touchdown. Hmm. Well, we'll talk about that. We're going to go full that. deep dive on props with Davis, like all of the props. But we're going to talk about a few here uh, after we get through trying to pick this game. So, Tim, where's your lean? Because you've liked the 49ers all year. But like two weeks ago, you said the Chiefs were going to win the Super Bowl, your 12th Super Bowl pick of the year. <laughs> so are you sticking yeah. with that or are you changing again? Like you guys, I find myself incredibly torn on this game. Uh, I don't think there has been an elite team in my lifetime less respected than the Niners. It's just like they win all these big games against teams and we all think they're going to lose them. You know, going back to the Saints game, uh, you know, going to the first game they played against Green Bay, their game against the Vikings there, the Vikings were the hottest side, uh, less so in the NFC Championship game. But like the the Niners have been like underestimated at at every turn and that, that and they keep rising to the challenge. Even their loss to Baltimore, like it took Baltimore to the very last second to beat them. The Chiefs, on the other hand, I mean, they're, they're playing great. Like, they've hit their stride. Andy Reid coming off bye weeks, of course, has a tremendous record. Mahomes, you know, is the best player in football, and he's shown it when he's healthy. There's nobody better. They have and the back end for the Niners. You wouldn't think they've got the speed to catch up with what Kansas City has. And if you look at the advanced metrics, they don't think it's a very close game. Like, the advanced metrics think the Chiefs should be favored by more than a point and a half. The Chiefs are a decisive favorite in the ball game and i get that whole case for the chiefs but the chiefs are so public and it just happens so infrequently that the favorite covers and wins uh particularly a big number uh sorry covers and wins in, in a high scoring game and we kind of figure that this game is going to look more high scoring than low scoring so i'm very 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 torn on the game uh i had been leaning kansas city through most of uh the week and last week, but the more I've thought about the last couple of days, I've come around telling myself, look, in the Super Bowl, historically, and in big playoff games, the best offenses just don't win. The better defense tends to prevail for whatever reason. That just tends to be the way of it. And I would not be true to myself if I picked Kansas City over the Niners here. And I sort of like the Niners from the start of the season, and they have given nobody any reason to doubt them whatsoever. So how could I, in the final analysis, pick against them? So I'm going to take the Niners plus one and a half. But obviously, you, you would never bet the plus one and a half. You take them on the money line. There's no spread bet to be made here at one and a half. Uh, but we're going to take the Niners only because I think that the Niners will be able to disrupt what Mahomes does and force him to run a little bit, force him to get outside. The receivers are great, but you can pressure him. The Niners have the ability to pressure him. And even if they don't, even if the, the Chiefs are able to score a ton of points, we have seen on multiple occasions this year that the Niners can switch, uh, can get into fifth gear and score just as many points as you can. The Chiefs ha- can only win a game that's high scoring. The Niners don't can win a game high scoring or low, low scoring. And so 
without a ton of conviction, I'm taking the Niners and I'm torn on it. I could say the exact same uh, monologue. Like everything he said is sort of like historically in big games, I'm a defense guy. Uh, the record shows to back the big games in the defense. The defense is even off these layoffs. But let's not pretend uh, like K- these- like the Niners have an elite defense. But let's not pretend like Kansas City's defense is bad. It's not. No, it's like it's I agree. Of- it's not. But it's also like all these hats that the 49ers like wear in their ability and ways they, they win games. And when called upon every single time, he's not Patrick Mahomes. He's not. I'm not even going to go there. Mahomes is like MVP type guy. Did it last year. Now he's in the Super Bowl. It's a pretty wicked resume for two years as a starter. My problem now. Um, Garoppolo, every time they needed a throw, whether it was like a third down to ice a game on like a Thursday versus San Francisco or, or in a big moment, he made it every single time. Every time. I lean San Francisco for the purposes of picking the winner. So I am the only person taking Kansas City? Minus one and a half? Well, there's only three of us. Well, now there's four. What's the coin saying? The the coin is with you guys, San Francisco. What does P. Shag think? Yeah, Paul, who are you taking? I just want to say that the one thing that we maybe, uh, somebody make note of it. If... The Chiefs win by one, one point, point here, then that is a serious uh, contender for Ander Curse of maybe all time, um, saying that the spread doesn't matter. Um, I'm going with the Chiefs, but I don't know. I don't have a great track record. I, I just bink I away a bunch it. of We're MMA f- money on football for the most part. We're four guys who watch all the games, and two of us have the Chiefs, and two of us have the 49ers and but if I, you, if I woke up and you gave me a chiefs minus one and a half ticket and I had to cheer for it, I wouldn't feel bad about exactly. it. Like I, I've got every ch- chance to win this thing. Like I don't have a strong feel on it other than just defenses tend to prevail. And I actually think Andy Reed coaching in a tight spot would be some, I could see him making a mistake And the Niners when they've lost this year, they've lost by three points uh, twice. And they lost at the gun against the Falcons on a last second touchdown. Like when the Niners lose, they lose super close. So your Niners bet is just probably slightly more valuable. But I don't know. It's, it's super tough. I think the books are going to need San Francisco. but And I don't mind being on that side, but we'll see. Well, Jeff had just mentioned that it does seem like there's a lot of bets on San Francisco. As much as Joe Public hasn't made his bet yet, right? Who? Joe, Joe Q. Public has not really made his bet. No, but Tim, I'm Tim not, doesn't know what he's talking okay. about. No, but, no, but I'm have. also – no, I think yeah. he's right, but I'm also not afraid – I'm in no rush to make the bet. I don't think I'm going to switch sides from the lean, and I'm going to make a bet because uh, it's the freaking Super Bowl. You don't have to bet the Super Bowl if you don't want to. I think You're it's just money line. San Francisco is the bet. But but my point my point being is I don't. Uh, I'm not in a rush. I mean, listen. I know there. You could argue we just made the joke about the spread mattering. If the game moves a half point or something, like I'm not worried about losing a key number. Mm-hmm. Is sort of my point. So no. I'm not running uh, to make a bet. Um, a lot of things. What about this one? This is a very random stat, but uh, teams that have 52 plus sacks in the regular season have gone eight. No, in the super bowl, uh, since 2008, San Francisco fits the criteria, Kansas city team speed, potentially neutralized on a slick Miami field. Is it going to oh, be is raining? It, is it supposed to rain on, on Sunday in Miami? I should I should effort this. And well, I'm not really I'm not really concerned. I, I feel like that's more of a narrative type statement than an actual factual statement. Only because I think that the rain helps the Chiefs 
now bigly bigly because the receivers rain always helps the offense unless it's like a torrential down windy i'm I'm seeing 70 and sunny so it's but the case for like rain is like if it's a bit rainy and the field is slick but it's not super windy or it's not like minus degrees and freezing the offense knows where it's going. The defense doesn't know where it's going. No, the so, Ty- so Tyree Kill runs a double move. No one is standing next to him anymore. No, it's special teams where if it rears its head, it's, that's where it happens. Slick. I, no, I, I'm with you. If the field is slick, it's an advantage offense. The, the conditions are bad, but I know what I'm trying to do, and you're trying to guess what I'm trying yes. to do. And with yeah. that much team speed. I, but uh, am I, I am such a, I love Coach Shanahan. Like, I'm such a sucker. I uh, think it's advantage not, not a great Super Bowl track record. You know, sure, whatever, whatever. But he's not a hold the lead. Whatever. So that could have been his defensive-minded head coach giving him orders, too. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. He's, he's going to have a gadget player, too. He's going to have so like, – like the – they just – they can change their stripes. I don't know. I think they're going to pull off something quick. I think they're going to get on the board quick. Well, I think too. I think that I think they could get up and then maybe look to live bet Kansas City. I, I don't I don't know. But I, I mean, we'll get to the props. I think I would lean even to like a first half under. So the well, big- I think no matter who wins the toss, I think the Niners will start with the ball. If I'm the Chiefs, I don't want to start with the ball. I want to start the second half with the ball. If I'm the Niners, I need to start. I with always the ball. want the ball. I in the second completely half. disagree. I always want the there, ball in the second there, half. There is always. now there is a path to this game where it gets out of hand early. And, and if I'm the Niners, I want the ball to start the game no matter what. It is the uh, probably unlikeliest of scenarios because the defense has been so good for San Francisco. But all of the games that the Chiefs have played in the playoffs and they've got behind and then they were able to quickly rally, I don't think San Francisco can do that. So if the Chiefs get the ball first and strike right away and they can get up 10 nothing, 14 nothing, that's a tough hole for San Francisco. I, I'm not worried about Kansas City getting out of the 14 nothing hole. I worry about San Francisco getting out of the 14 nothing hole. That's why if I was Kansas City, a, I would want the ball first. As a fan of a team, or when I'm in, invested into the football game, I spend the five minutes before freaking out. I need the ball at the half because I look at it one way. There's only one thing that can't happen on that first drive, and it's a success, and that's a touchdown. Get, you can have a field goal. Hopefully I get the ball back without any points. But I'm such a mental midget that if, like, my team needed, like, was in the game, I need that ball out, out of the half. And I would be so fearful of the double barrel. Well, that, that's, like, yeah, the, the big the thing stra- now. The strategy that, the strategy that, that goes Manning in. made, yeah. like, so deadly. And I'm sure it was deadly before I started watching football. The concept of scoring before the half and getting it out of the half doesn't seem like... You need to be a genius to figure it well, out. Well, I mean, a lot of people, Andy Reid is not great at doing it, but that could be a product of the Chiefs' offense and how quickly they're able to score. With Kyle Shanahan, if he has the ball in the second half, he can basically rig the final two and a half minutes if they have the ball and they're able to move it to make sure that Kansas City doesn't get the possession. And then you get back-to-back possessions. I think that's a, that is one of the fears about giving San Francisco the ball in the second half. But And all Kansas City If you give San Francisco the ball first, right? You, get, you give them the chance to get up in this game. And let's say they do get up in this game, 7-10-0, 14-0. There's an element to the Chiefs' offense where you always have to be concerned about... I mean, Damian Williams has been very good, uh, both on the ground and in the short passing game. But I think that if they get down by a bunch, the short passing game goes out the window. The Demarcus Robinson and Tyreek Hill reverses, or the McCole Hardman reverses. They go out the window. They just start taking shots down the field. 
And that's not a situation you want to be in against the 49ers. They will tee off on you. So there has to be a mixed element to your offense. And if they get behind, I don't know if they can do that. That's why, if, like I said, if I, was the, if I was Kansas City, I would want the ball first to try to strike as quickly as possible and make sure that San Francisco can't just run the ball down my throat, which they will be able to do. Well, I don't dispute that. I mean, I, I've said on this show months ago, I thought Mostert was a fantastic running. I mean, the Niners are doing it without their best running back. Jarek McKinnon's been hurt all year. Poor when guy, he comes man. Back, you've, re- you've, really, you've really killed that guy's career. Next year, by the way, if he's back and healthy, oh, you watch God. over him in fantasy. He's going to kill it. But uh, Mostert's a great running back. And, you know, if you're going to bet the Niners to win the Super Bowl, uh, when we start talking about MVPs, like, you got to sort of lean a- away from Jimmy G, I think. And one of the places you'd look is Mostert, I think. Yeah, that's what a lot of people are probably leaning towards here. But well, I, I bet you more people will have, or just as many people will have defensive tickets as they have Mostert tickets. Really? Yeah, I, I, I do think so. I mean, we've seen defensive players two of the last five Super Bowls win them. It's not, not that rare. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah but, the, but to isolate a player on offense and tell yourself a story about how they win MVP is much easier than picking a random person on defense. Because it could like the defensive MVPs that we've seen generally are super random. Well, one is super random. One was the best player on the field. Well, like, it's not like I doubt the MVP if the Niners win and it's a defensive player it's probably not richard sherman because richard sherman likely isn't going to have a pick six in this no game. i would have picked i would pick bosa before i picked sherman I, but i even think like what's bosa going to do here like he would need a sack fumble recovery touchdown and probably two what, more and probably two more sacks to go along with it do what von miller yeah. did right two sacks one one strip sack fumble that was all he had to do since to the year 2000 the year 2000 the better quarterback in the super bowl is six and ten straight up. The better quarterback? Yeah. In the Super Bowl, six and ten straight up. Now, there's a caveat to this. Um, if you only and because Mahomes is MVP, he's elite. If you only want to factor elite quarterbacks, quarterbacks that deemed elite, you're essentially talking about well, what does that do for like Wilson versus Brady? Aren't they both elite? I think it would have been that season's court that season's statistics. Well, that's a bit different. Like they're both elite. They were at the time. They were both elite quarterbacks. Well, I can like, Matt, I can Matt tell Ryan you. versus Brady that year. They were both elite quarterbacks. Like I'm trying to think of the last time that it wasn't an elite quarterback situation was probably last year. And both quarterbacks weren't elite. Well, I wouldn't say Nick Foles was elite. No, but it's easy. A Collins. Oh, Collins lost to Dilfer. Right. So you they're agree? both not elite. Or I better. Mean, no, there's two different yeah. questions. That that Collins is the better quarterback. It doesn't fall into the elite quarterback yeah but brad Brad johnson was no elite quarterback no one called them elite this is this is this is really weird but but i don't i don't don't like this i don't like this i don't like this at all how many times have you had two elite quarterbacks face each other uh rex grossman versus peyton manning my point about manning and breeze manning breeze ryan and brady brady and wilson that's probably three here's the thing though like when manning when Manning played Cam Newton and won, he clearly wasn't. The no, better I would quarterback. say Cam was Cam was the better quarterback that he year. He wasn't elite either MVP. in that moment, although he might have been great on the day. Sure, but I think there are certain situations where you get two guys that are just very similar or very close. I would say in that instance, it could even cross itself out where you don't even like the Brady versus Wilson. You don't even award. It doesn't even count. But elite versus like not elite, it seems like it's seven and four, okay. straight up. 
So that so the elite guys win the Super like have a better chance, but historically, be, having the better quarterback hasn't meant you're winning the Super yeah, Bowl like, in Ro- this modern year. I, I would also say that like Rodgers versus Roethlisberger was a pretty sure, yeah, especially when they played. Yeah, they were both at yeah, their peak, absolutely. Or Kurt Warner, Roethlisberger too, right? Yeah, that was a really good one. And yeah. um, Flacco was elite. Yeah, he had like the <laughs> best playoffs of all time. Very well. My point about running back MVP is the last one to win it was Terrell Davis in Super Bowl 32. So it's been a very long time since a running back's been Super Bowl MVP. You want to pick scores for the game? I, I had one written down. All right. Well, let's hear it. I picked San Francisco 31, Kansas City 28. Oh, that sounds like a good game. I, that, listen, I'll, I'll, lose, I'll lose with Kansas City if it's 31-28. I'll enjoy watching that. I'm going to go... Kansas City, 34. San Francisco, 24. Jeff. San Francisco, 30. Kansas City, 26. 26. Now, we should really just make the final score of this game. Kansas City, 30. San Francisco, 29. Have the Andercurs really hit. I guarantee you the spread is not going to make a difference in this ballgame. Okay. Guarantee. When was the last? When was the last time the spread in a Super Bowl even close to mattered? Like it wasn't even close within a point or two. Well, this game went to overtime. Yeah, and that game was. And the, you needed the touchdown to get the cover, right? Okay, yeah. but the Patriots were three point favorites or two and a half point favorites, one by six. So it wasn't like it was just on the number. It was just on the number because they kicked the field goal and they won that way. They would not have covered, and it, it went to overtime. Half, I believe it was a two and a half point spread. I thought it was four. No, I remember needing the touchdown. Yeah. I had the Patriots, the comeback, amazing. Uh, I remember needing the touchdown, though. Thank Tim for that one after he declared the game was over. It wasn't. Spoiler alert. Yeah, but I'm like you. I'm fired up. The matchup is yeah, is great. Fun. I think it's part of the reason, and I know people are going to say, oh, well, you would say this, but part of the reason is that the Patriots aren't involved. There's a fatigue factor with that. Well, also, the Patriots just were not a fun team to watch at all this year. Like, good God, man. Turn your phone off. At least turn the volume down. He's listening to DK Live, though. Yeah, download the DK Live app. Brennan Glasheen, shout outs. It's literally playing things out of nowhere. I'm... Paul this Gibbs. is what happened to my phone a couple of weeks ago when <laughs> I, I had know. that whole problem. Yeah, but... And I couldn't I'm trying it. to power it off. It won't... I couldn't power mine off. I kept asking Siri, and she wouldn't do it for me. I, I hate having that. a moment like you. Let's then. let's not make a note of this and put it on social media. Uh, that's it's off now. Idea. That's nice. That's good news for you. It's not broke like Tim's phone because he fell down with it because he had to be checking his Twitter while he was walking to his car. Whatever. I hate this phone. Yeah, prop. Let's talk about props. Are there any props that you've seen? Like I said, I'll go full yes. deep dive uh, with Davis on Friday about like my, that's where I'll give out my favorite props. I did want to talk about first touchdown score in the game. The favorites, Damian Williams and Raheem, sideshow Raheem Mostart. You got <laughs> Kelsey and Hill, seven to one, seven to one. Kittle, 10. Debo and Coleman, 12. Emmanuel Sanders, the Colonel, Manny Sanders, 12 to 1. Breda, Sammy Watkins, 16. Bourne and Hardman, 20. Darwin Thompson, 25. Demarcus Robinson, 25. LaShawn McCoy, totally forgot he was still on the Chiefs. He's 25, as is Patrick Mahomes, like you mentioned. Then you're getting into like the Dante Pettis, Kyle Jurzik, or Juzchek, as 
normal people tend to pronounce it. Jimmy Garoppolo, Richie James. Now we're just dealing like Smelly Dwelly. He's a guy. He's 50 to 1. Any other touchdown scores, who you think it's defensive, or someone who's not listed on this would be 7 to 1. No touchdown score, 100 to 1. That almost cashed last year. I would take Demarcus Robinson 25 to 1. He's been my first touchdown guy for the Chiefs over the past two years, and I think he's hit it like three times, and he's always deep odds in this. So that would be my – and he's a part of their goal line packages. That gets him in the game. It's like Kendrick Bourne for the Niners. Love he's Bourne. a part of their goal line and red zone package, so he's going to be on the field at the highest opportunity to score these touchdowns. You just have to hope they don't get to the three-yard line or in when they're going to be running, either team, or it's not a Kansas City 80-yard touchdown to Tyreek Hill. I'm on Bourne. I bet it at the 20-1. to one. You do? Yeah, I like it. I'm also sneaky on uh, – I mean, I don't know about first touchdown, but uh, use check. Big things on Sunday. You think so? Yeah. I like o- Overs across the board on use check. Shanahan's magic wanding it. I-, I intend to play Sanders and Kelsey on each side. Sanders and Kelsey? Yeah. Well, that's not very fun. 12 to 1 and 7 to 1 for first touchdown? No, but I mean, I, that's what I think is going to happen. I'll take my 20 to 1 and 25 to 1. Anytime touchdown for Kyle Juszczyk, 6 to 1. I don't think there's value in that. When was the last yeah. time he scored a touchdown? Years ago. That's part yeah, of, that's what I mean. that's part of my six, thinking. Six you don't understand. If he scored one last week, the play's already been used. It's on film. <laughs> that's part of the f- – no. As crazy as it sounds, that's part of the logic. Am I like I'm crazy, but that's like part of it. Yeah, I, I agree. It's, it's I agree. Kyle with you. Shanahan, and it's so deep in the playbook. I, if it if they had run something in the NFC Championship game that was like use check centric, then yes, I'm probably sure they would not have the same sort of package in the Super Bowl. So, <laughs> well, it, there may not be this package that exists. Yes, it, it could. It is what you're saying doesn't exist. Um. Yeah, and they are so efficient down at the goal line, and they have so many guys. Like, I, what was Brita? Breda was like 16. I mean, if it's first and goal at the one yard line, what is San Francisco doing? If Jeff Wilson is active, put in, bet Jeff Wilson first touchdown because he is their goal line back whenever he is active. But I, I have no idea. It could, it, it could be a sneak because they tried that. The cheeky t- tight end too. Smelly Dwelly. Or they have Blake uh, Bell I, on I the think- Chiefs. If it were first and goal from the one, it's Rock Miamadeus for the touchdown. It's not, but I mean, it was Tevin Coleman two weeks ago. But you, it wasn't. Here's the thing. You guys have known me long enough. There's a profile I love for first touchdown, and I hate that both of these teams' best passing targets are their tight ends. Because you know me, I love my cheeky. You love a tight end. Like my Rudolph types. Like they're just that cheeky guy. Oh, they the even, weasel. They even have, I thought there was going to be, I thought Anthony Sherman would be like off the board, but he's the, actually is 50 that the to Chiefs? One. Yeah, he's like the Chiefs end? like H-back. Blake Bell is the backup. Oh, it'll probably be some offensive lineman for the Niners. Mahomes at 25 to 1 doesn't feel crazy. They don't sneak with him. It has to be like a run for him, like he had. Uh, and like yeah, it, good point. Good getting point. on like yeah, a 33 yeah, no, 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 yard no, no. run is just no. tough. If it was like Lamar, you that think, would be one. You think thing. the 49ers are going to tackle Dickless in the first quarter? Maybe. What's the, what's the field at? Seven, I think. Seven. Said. Yeah. Okay. There's not great enough odds on. That's a tough one to get through. So, no, do you know why I hate the field one? Why? Well, are we on to like... Uh, yeah, we, we can get off that. It's juice. 
But there's a prop I really like, and I hate that I might hammer it, and I'm going to lose a shirt. Heads. No. I was going to say, oh, that's on my list is tails at minus 105. <laughs> Why don't you just take your $100 and flip a coin with someone at your fucking party, yeah, man? exactly. That's way more fun. You're, 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 you're giving up money. You have to bet $105 to win $100 on a coin toss when you could legit just have a coin toss with someone sitting next to you. Or assuming all the people I think are going to be there will just each take out a $100 bill and drop it. <laughs> well, it's also not a commemorative coin. Deal. It's true. Tim's I, like, I, I, I like tails as a, as a toss. And that, that what one are you last eating? Year, yeah, what are you eating? No, I just had my hands on my face. Sorry. Why do you have your hands? Are you smoking? I don't know. No, I'm not. Hands. Anyway. Are you smoking, I, I are you like, smoking crack? Because this is the kind of bet like someone who smokes crack makes. Yeah, whatever. It's like my no hole in one at the Masters bet every year. It's just I like it. I don't care. Whatever. It's not my favorite bet. My favorite bet is over Jimmy Garoppolo rushing yards of 4.5. Well, it's going to be tough. In your scenario, he's taking a knee at the end of the game for minus yards. That'd be rough. But okay. uh, I do like the both QB rushing props over. Uh, they, they well, should both well, the Mahomes rushing props like 33 and a half or something. Yeah, that doesn't bother me at all. That bothers me. I thought we'd get it at like 17 and a half, and I was very excited to have the wow. over. But they're savvy to that now. It's not like that. 17. No, but like for. That one run in the NFC Championship sure. literally bounced it nine, nine yards. We, we got, and we bet this, Jameis over rushing prop for like nine straight weeks, and it hit eight of the nine weeks, and they never put it up. It was like 17 and a half every single week. He'd run the ball three times, and one of them would just be uh, Jameis would get himself into a third and 33 and then like take off for. Mm-hmm. 30 yards and not get a first down. Okay. I don't. Uh, so what's a big number? That's a big number. 33 just said. Uh, let's see. I'll get the 32.5. 32.5. 33 for the 36.5. I'm, I'm oh, 30, passing. Listen, he's going to like run like a gazelle. He's going to run like a gazelle for 34 yards on one play. And you're going to feel like, oh, honestly, he could have it by halftime. That's the sort of game. I think the Niners are going to force him to run like his life depends on it. And he's mm-hmm. going to, I, I, I actually, if you like the Niners as we do, I think well, the over is a so really good play. With it. This is also like the big part of it as to why I get caught with the props. If you give me a second is obviously how you feel game script is going to go and game flow is how it's going to affect how you want to bet props. Cause that's what you're thinking. I often make the joke with you guys many of many a times we record the show, even hitting a super lock. Yeah, I hit that super lock because I thought this team would do that on X and Y. I won the bet. The bet won because it's team A versus team B and only one team's going to win in cover. And there's only two options, but nothing that happened in the game is like what I thought. Right? Yes. So I don't know if you, you're almost like double barreling when you're like all in on your specific game flow and you're playing your props to how your game flow is going. I don't know if I made any sense. No, I know. I'm with you. So you're making a bet on the game because you think it's going to go one way. Now you're adding props for that, everything to go exactly the way that you think it's going to go. And in order to support your story that the props would hit if you were right, but you're so rarely right about how games it, exactly go, is that why would you double down on yeah. it? I often win a lot of bets where I thought they would pass all over them and they ran for 180, you know, and we thought, oh, there's no way you're going to run on them. And I just, but I won the bet. So I'm not complaining. I'm not changing why I picked it, but it happens that way. Um, were you getting into something or could I give that prop that I was learning? I, I was going to say just initially, I haven't made any prop bets yet, but Demarcus Robinson, the first touchdown, 25 to one Demarcus Robinson over 
1.5 catches is minus 115. I think I like that. I don't think that he's going to get matched up with Sherman all that much. Because that's, I mean, the Chiefs, both the Niners and Chiefs run so much motion as it is, you can get your guys off of whoever. Like, I don't think Sherman's going to be on Tyreek Hill. That sounds like other side of the field with bracket coverage just to make sure he's not getting behind you. But I think Robinson's going to be able to expose the middle of the field when he's on where I would assume the defense is going to try to lock down Travis Kelsey just a little bit and leave some of these empty pockets that they could be very easy completions to Demarcus Robinson. He's just been playing so much more than McCole Hardman that that would be my lean for like the player receiving props at least. And I think that's sort of game flow independent. Listen, you're on to like, I don't mind that at all. I kind of could be sold if I did have to pick a KC guy for first touchdown is Robinson also. Well, it's good. Cause I just like banking on the guy. Like it's, like how you point out, he plays in their red zone package. It's all you can almost ask for. Yeah, like you don't want it to like Hardman's a bad one because Hardman needs like a sixty yard catch or a kick return in order to score a touchdown. The greatest moment. I could almost go home after. I don't know. Super. I could go to a movie. This game I like, so I'll I'll watch this game. But my favorite <laughs> Super Bowl moment in like recent memory was the Jordy Nelson first touchdown. Everyone I was with, we had it. the The place erupted. The place erupted. If you were sitting on the floor, you got trampled. <laughs> it was like the World Series just got won because it was like a born type number. Wasn't he was that option like, was that like 10 there. years ago? It was before he was like really good. Greg Jennings was still the guy and there was probably another name there. Was Antonio Freeman still on that team? No, no, no. No chance. No, but Greg okay. Jennings was and Donald Driver Donald was. Driver. Yeah, that's, that's the name I was James Jones probably as well. Uh, might have been, yeah. but yeah, Jordy was option three, and there was like a target to the end zone before that play. Anyway, first touchdown's a real hoot. So which was the prop you were talking about? <laughs> real hoot. Now that your phone is back on and the ringer probably still not turned No, on. I actually just made sure it goes off. Uh, you got to lay juice for it, and I've been on the other side of this prop and successfully hit it in Super Bowls, but uh, for this one, Pat, no defensive or special teams touchdown. I'll lay minus 230. It's only minus 230. The Chiefs really don't have a ton of turnovers, nor do the 49ers. They're both great uh, first contact, special teams, punt tacklers, great offenses, not a lot of punts, uh, especially punts. When you don't go three and out, it's hard to, like, return the punt to the house. When you get to midfield, there's so many more variables with the punt. It goes into the end zone, or you just don't even want to catch it. Um, Yeah, I don't know. I don't see a ton of punts to begin with. Yeah. And I don't and, see a ton of intercept. These guys don't turn the ball over. Well, what you said about punts is really key. So you don't see a lot of punts to begin with. And both these offenses move so well anyway that even if they do punt, it's probably not from their end zone. It's probably from the their own 40. The 40 and so it's a fair catch. Yeah, you would hope. You would hope. Yeah. So I don't know. It's a juice. You're going to sweat. The problem with this one, it's a four-hour sweat. Someone yes. could put the ball on the carpet at any moment. Either side, bad side. There's a lot of there's a lot of things. The I last did. time the Niners were in the Super Bowl, they gave up a safety intentionally, and therefore you would have lost it on that. Well, do you lose defensive it on that? Defensive or special defensive teams goal? touchdown, touchdown, oh, touchdown, touch, touchdown. I mean, the Chiefs just gave one up against Houston. Yes, they did. Okay, fine, and even more reason special teams is going to be dialed in. They just had that huge gaffe. Tim, other ones you like. Because before we were coming on, I could hear Tim like going. huge gaffes in the Titan game, too, special teams. They had one blocked. Shit. (laughs) 
<laughs> no, I do. I do. I don't know. We don't see a lot of turnovers. Uh, yeah. Anyways, before we came on air, I can hear Tim in my ear, and he's just going, "I don't see how that loses. I can't see how that loses." So please, Tim, enlighten us to these bets that can't lose. With, 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 with the one, one of them tails. No, first play of the game, pass, plus 120. Love it. Play action on the first play, no matter who gets the ball. Particularly if it's the Chiefs, I think they go for a home run on the first play. That Can is I... certainly what I would do. Love it. You're getting plus 120 for two te- for particularly a Chiefs team that loves to pass on a Niners team. The whole world thinks it's going to be a run, so it would be the smart play to run a little play pass. I, I Yeah, it's a fun little bet to, to start your game. I don't see how that loses. And I like the over in sacks. It's plus 100 at 5.5. I, I think you're going to get that no trouble. I like the first call in that these are two. Oh, I would even reverse engineer it. If the Chiefs get the ball first, I bet you they run. Everyone okay, expects yes. them to pass. Yes, Kyle Shanahan will pass on the first play, though. Or give it to Juszczyk. Run. Fullback like run. You get It's plus 130 for over one and a half catches for Juszczyk. I, I like him. As Booker said, he's their most valuable player, so. I'm I'm use check uh, 12 yards receiving uh, one and a half catches. Uh, I think you guys are too all in on use check. See, I don't like the, the I like the yards more than the catches. 12 and a half, 12 and a half. Cause I think it's one big leak out. It's specially designed. Do you think that they're not ready for that? Like if we're sitting here being like use check, you know what he can do is catch out of the, they got so many guys doing things there. It's not for the beginning of the game. It's not for the beginning of the game. I like the first half under, by the way. I don't know if I said that. Are we looking at 27 like and a half? Enough. The Chiefs are, su- are the best second quarter team in the longest time in the NFL. I would play a first quarter under before I play a first half under. First, qu- first half under is... 27, 27 and a half. What do you got? Uh, let's see here. First half props... Uh, over uh, there's two ways that I have always seen alternative totals instead of like the totals. That's weird. Oh. Main markets, first half spread, first half total 27. Uh, the over is plus 100. The under is juice to minus 120. First half under of 27 points. Uh, other ones, Tim. So, so far I have you at tails. Use check over a catch and a half. First play pass and over five and a half sacks. And I love the over on both of the quarterbacks rushing. Over Jimmy. Four and a half and Mahomes 32 and a half. I also, this is real risky biz, but whatever. The reason it's so high is that it is free money. (laughs) You have to bet a decent amount of money for this to work. But no on safety scored is just it's definitely going to happen. Yes on safety. No safety scored is what? Minus what? 1,600. But I tell you, it's going to win. <laughs> Even if you only bet a little bit of money, it's free money. It's basically just going up to the bank and then giving you extra cash for nothing. That's what you're doing when you bet no safety. So I know it's it, you, know, you don't want to bet a ton of money on it, but uh, this is just one thing. And Would but, 100 bucks even get you free lunch? No, it would not. Get me a free lunch. Would it? Like, I'm just asking, like, even getting a free lunch if you bet $100? No, you would not. But it's not going to lose. How much for a free lunch? $150 left to risk? $10? You get $10. If you bet $150, (laughs) you would get $160 back. So you'd win $10. 
if that hits. So no is the Still answer. Might not be <laughs> That's why it's so high, because it is free money. What's it to bet the other side that there will be a safety? Nine plus seven hundred, but that's not going to happen. What what is first score safety? That's only happened twice in recent history. It happened recently. Can... My buddy bet it. It was the funniest thing. We were making fun of Which him all freak. We were making. The... It was a Brady did it recently. Yeah, it was like Brady lo- got. Yeah, that was not the most recent time. Though. The most recent time was the Seahawks Broncos when they snapped the ball over Manning's head to start the game. Yes. Okay. Here's one for you. Total punts over under seven and a half. Under. Seems like under would be the way to play that. Oh, total penalties accepted. That sounds fun. Total, even or odd, Jeff? Even, even. is plus 100. Even. <laughs> the money is juiced towards odd. Yeah, I like odd. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, okay. Any other props from you, Jeff? Yeah. Okay. Whichever side you want to bet this game on, I can double, I can um, increase your bet by seven and a half times. You parlay it with Dustin Johnson in uh, Saudi Arabia this week. DJ plus seven fifty. DJ plus Casey. I'd, I'd probably even go to the money line on that one. Wouldn't wouldn't play the spread. Just play the. Money oh line. sure, whatever. You could put any side you want on that. So let's. You see. just got to put your side on it. Chiefs plus Dustin in Saudi Arabia. Yeah. At what is he now? Seven fifty. That pays fourteen point three to one. Yeah. And and yeah. And maybe you go into the day with the Chiefs at 14 and a half to one. And maybe be more for the Niners. It'd be like 17 or 18 mm-hmm. to one with the Niners. If you want to get real freaky. Oh, God. You can add like Rom or Justin Thomas on that. And then make it 100 to one. Yeah, it'd be like 120 or something. If you want to get real crazy. But you like, I don't know. Who need like. That's, an, that's a very interesting exotic. I was going to say like Duke's money line plus the Super Bowl would be a good way to play it. But you guys are even more aggressive than I am. Duke money line. So maybe. Well, you, you, might, you might as well throw Jerry Kelly 14 to 1 in Morocco on the Champions Tour in there. <laughs> now we're talking about like 700 to 1. I don't. So DJ plus Case, or you would say, say San Francisco because you are picking San Francisco. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. That's what uh, I'm going to do. Is that, are those all the props that everyone has? Those are the ones I feel best about, yeah. Like tails? Tails, <laughs> safety, and various other ones. Nothing like betting 110 you, bucks to win 100 on a coin toss. Would you, do you see a team scoring three consecutive times? I could, yes. It, te- it does tend to happen, particularly with the Chiefs team that starts slowly. If you think they're going to catch up, it does, does make a lot of sense. What are the odds on that? I don't see them. How about MVP if you wanted to get like exotic? I can't, I can't find MVP odds. No, neither can I, uh, which is can weird. You? I don't know why. No, I can't find them anywhere. I'm going to look somewhere else right now, but I heard them talking about it on the radio. Yeah, but who knows what that's for? Oh, no, there it is. Futures, MVP. Now, oh, here we are. Super Bowl MVP odds. It's under futures. Uh, Mahomes is plus 100. 
What a ridiculous bet. There's no value in that at like, all. Just lay the point. Well, no. There, I, here's, here be the one the case. the money line of the Chiefs, and then yeah, you don't. and lay 15 cents. No, you have to, you have to, you'd, have to, you'd have to lay 25 cents. I think, Whenever. I think that's the out to it, is that you get yeah, even money for Mahomes to win MVP, and you'd have to lay the 25 cents for the Chiefs to win. Either way, he is even money. Garoppolo is plus 250. Uh, Mostert, 7-1. to one. Hill, 14, along with Kelsey and Kittle. Damian Williams, 16-1. to one. Nick Bosa, 22-1. to one. Debo, 25 Sanders 33, Watkins 33, Tevin Coleman 50, Richard Sherman 50, Hardman 60. Where's my guy? Can I give you Where's one? Where's my guy Robinson? Did Can I, I give him? you one? Yeah, hit me. If it gets silly, Ty- sometimes Ty- Yeah, Honey Badger, Honey Badger, to one. Match you 100 to 1? I don't know. We've seen like the Larry Brown, I don't know, worth a shot. The Dexter Jackson yeah. of the Super Bowl. Safety. If if the Chiefs are up big and Garoppolo's up chucking, could allow for a lot of cool moments. I know it's hard. You'll have to go your above boy, and beyond to steal it from Mahomes. But your boy Uzcheck, two hundred to one. Maybe he has some just crippling blocks downfield. I really would play. Who I would bet if I, I would play Bosa for the Niners, and I would play Kelsey for the Chiefs, just to be contrarian against Mahomes. I don't know why. At fourteen to one, that's a pretty good price. Yeah, I think it is. I can't find Demarcus. Because if, has like three, because if he scores like three touchdowns, it doesn't really matter what Mahomes does. He's probably going to win. For whatever reason, they're not listening to Demarcus Robinson on this. But Kendrick Bourne can have one of those stupid games where he scores two touchdowns at two hundred to one. I think Sanders at thirty-three to one is pretty interesting yeah. too. If you like him, I was going to say because Mahomes will win any. Like Mahomes has an advantage to sort of like win a close call versus other chiefs. Mm-hmm. I don't so, feel Garoppolo like, cause he's won in M- Cause he's been a league MVP. And if they win, he probably throws a bunch of touchdowns. I don't think Garoppolo necessarily like wins is, is as guaranteed to like take it in a close one. Like Mahomes would be versus a fellow chief. Here's the thing. I, if, I if, if you're going, if the quarterbacks aren't going to win generally, it's probably a lower scoring super bowl than you'd think. So having Sanders at 33 to one, if you think that the Niners win, I think does make some intuitive sense. A lot like Edelman last year, where one receiver does basically all of the damage and that's how you end up winning. He ends up with like nine catches for 130 yards and a touchdown or something like that. And like, no one really has a good game. That's the path to those guys mm-hmm. winning. But if the, we've all predicted basically the over to hit, if that's the case, like, yes, you're right about Garoppolo might not win. Cause they might rush for three touchdowns or something stupid. But if Kansas city gets a 34 points, like I think they're going to get to, it's probably four Mahomes touchdowns. Yes. Yeah, then he wins two pick six. It's not and even be, if it's, yeah. even if it's like, Two touchdowns, 310 yards, and an interception, and no one has like a standout game. It's spread around. He still wins. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree with that. that Eli Manning has two MVPs because of it. Yeah, Mario Manningham. It's a me, Mario, does not have an MVP. <laughs> can go ahead. Sound like you wanted to say something. Can I like just move sideways for a moment? Okay. Or four steps uh, backwards? Here we go. Go for it. You know what? I'm not doing it. I I had it on my sheet for it to come up. I'm not doing it. You have to allot 15 minutes for every show, so we might as well just go ahead, Jeff. You look like you're going to die if you don't say anything, so go ahead. We're, we're We're through the part of the show where we talk about the actual game. Tim, did you know what I heard? I just saw a report come out um, that it's not that the Chargers don't want Phillip Rivers, that he lost a you're fired match. To Tyrod Taylor. 
Your yeah, launch, I, pal. I, I, that, that might be that might be the plan. XFL MVP Philip Rivers. Yeah, but you I, know I what? You know what? I don't need. No, let's do this. There's so many small pieces, and I'll be quick. I will be. But Jay sure. Glazer innocently made a comment Glazer, on the show. Hardly newer. Oh, that one actually works. Because if you read the transcript, he was kind of just like getting to bigger things, and he like kind of gave his thoughts. And I don't know. The internet ran with it. I don't know if Glazer's broken anything in like 12 years, but maybe his leg. That's that's fine. I find Glazer's usually pretty good for breaking. Like if yeah, he's he, good, he actually he got co- the video of the. If he comes out and breaks, and like the Bengals, he doesn't normally come out and break stories. But when he does, it tends to be exceptionally true. True, but this wasn't like if he's breaking a story, he's breaking it. He's not just like riffing on the couch about how he projects the off season. True, it's a difficult situation. When we were doing Radio Row. I had Ian Rappaport on with me, and it's just a different conversation. Like he's not there to break news on my show. But yeah. if he had slipped up, people would have said, "Oh, he's breaking news." But he's not. He's like legit giving his opinion. Yeah. On something. So that's kind of what happened. And here's the thing. If I hopefully I get my timeline, I know history major. But if I'm like King Henry the fourth or the eighth or the eighth. Okay. Um, and we're not in the Twitter age. You, I don't, have, you don't think that, that the Tudors had Twitter? I'd have rich been, people, Jeff. They've always had it. I'd have been sent carrier pigeons from across the land letting me know of this news that smelt fishy the whole time. If you knew what's been said in the organization, so that bothered me. But something bothered me more. It's that Greg with two G's from NBC. And this is coming from Jeffrey with a G. Three G's, actually, because he starts his name with a G and finishes with two. Do you think he's as slow as 3G connection on your phone? But he put it out there like how disrespectful the Chargers have been to Phillip Rivers and how poorly handled this has been. Yeah, you're fired. Listen, there's a lot to make fun of the Chargers about. But I don't think for a second this has been poorly handled and they've shown any disrespect. One, he's a free agent. He has no contract. They, they, they're not cutting him. Two, it's not like they did what Anthony Lynn probably wanted them to do and was bench dad and his 27 interceptions for, 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 for Tyrod. None of that happened. I'm sure either if they don't want to even engage with Philip Rivers, they will respectfully let that know. They're not going to just lollygag or gladhand a negotiation if they have no interest. They'll respectfully do that. They're not going to give him a lowball offer, and they're not going to like gladhand it. It will be resolved. All I ask for is when you leave, play somewhere at one o'clock. I'd love to be a Colts fan or a Bucks fan. I don't know. What At time does the St. Louis Battle Hawks kick off their games? That's the team I'm on, the Battle Hawks. Great name. Yeah, me too. I'm on the Battle Hawks too, exclusively for name reasons. But when it happens again and for real, like I was here yesterday. I was like, I was kind of muted, but I wasn't like, I'm prepared for it. I'm not prepared for like a freaking, the, just break it when it's real. I can't do it like three times done he's not gonna play for the chargers ever again agreed i'm not I, I, that's not but that's not like even the story itself it's not like a it's not like a bold prediction how upset would you be if he was backing up fat you in new york that's impossible why that's not where he'll go okay i think he's gonna go to indianapolis <laughs> i think he's gonna go to carolina nc state that's where things going to go. Paul. For the record, I think Jeff would love it because we have established in the past that the Jets are his second favorite team. That's true. 
And they don't need Colombo coming in again, right, Jay? Right, Tim? Uh, just one more pick. <laughs> <laughs> what was that? No. Oh, Jeff wasn't even listening to you. Was it uh, just was one more pick? Yeah, I was making a Colombo reference. Oh, I thought it was an interception reference. Well, it, it works yeah, both ways. It, it works both ways. Listen, right? there are 27 interceptions last year, and a lot of them were, 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 were horrible decisions. Yeah, Philip Rivers, a.k.a. the White Jameis. So he is. That's a fine comparison. But understand when you say that, Philip Rivers is 38 years old and doing this, and Jameis should be in his prime as a fifth-year first pro, fifth first overall. Yeah, but so he, I'm he not might insulting. secretly like be Cuban and be like 45 or something. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't really find that as an insult, and I do agree. And, and it's prepared me. If we sign Jameis next year, those interceptions we had last year were so bad, it would be a stepping stone for preparing myself nah, you're not for Jameis. The Chargers are going to like trade for Nick Foles or something. No, 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 no. They would keep Tyrod before they did that. Or let Tyrod play. But I'll, I'll, um, I was disappointed in media yesterday. That's all. Tim. And leave me alone. I don't want your carrier pigeons. I'll know. You're on the internet? I'm on, the, I'm on the internet. And I will address all of you, probably from this chair. That doesn't work. I've tried. <laughs> Did, leave me. I have told people to stop do doing know, Do you want to know Stop drowning him out. Sorry. Do you want to know I... the truth? <laughs> if you really love a team, you would never do some of the things that people do on the internet to other people who love a team. Yeah, but loving a team is just ridiculous to begin with. Fine, so. that's your opinion. So I, so I get it. Yeah, so like, since, Look how much it bothers you. Why do you think people do it to you? I'm just saying. I would this, people like I would never do certain things to somebody who I know cared so much about it. And it's because I, I get it. It's because I care. I'm low hanging fruit. But when just send it. What when it's? But just I don't need 800 carrier pigeons showing up at my door. When the news came out that Sam had mono, my Twitter account blew up so badly that Twitter stopped working for me for a while. So I, what what are you going to do? People were accusing you of having made out with Sam Dartle and gave, given him mono. So yeah, well, it's not the first time my Twitter account has blown up recently. These things happen. Well, we can talk about that in an auxiliary piece, but there is one more thing that I would like to do with you guys before we get out of here. How long was I? Uh, five minutes no you were nine Seven? and a half minutes that's about three and a half longer than i wanted to be bolt up bolt down fight for each other you you're in a safe space you can talk and now this this herbert has like the practice week and is the star of senior bowl you want the frenchman as your quarterback i'm just Justin saying Hibert throws the touchdown to keenan allen eh? i'm telling eh? you there's not a scouting staff in the league that would be more impressed with a week of practice than ours <laughs> <laughs> he's seven foot 20 how could he be bad i'm just telling you that and now i'm listening to nfl radio and they're like oh if you want Hebert, you're gonna have to trade up like just, just take Tua. Or if that's if that's no it's ebal no i know i've been watching no that I'm like the all go that like the carolinas or someone's like high on herbert so they're gonna well, if that's jump case, just, if carolina jumps the chargers yeah, just take to, a good player take, just, then just trade for cam 
Oh, that's, I mean, <laughs> listen, we've spoken about that before, and there'll be lots of off-season shows, but give me that medical, because I'll take it. Yeah, I've been following, Jeff, as well, the mock drafts and various things people are talking about, because the Jets have, after the first pick, we have the 11th pick, which actually is like the next best pick in the draft to have, and so I've been focusing <laughs> intensely on who we're going to take. I could rattle off you the list of superstars who are ele- picked 11th overall. After the first pick, it's like the pick you want to have. It's like the hinge of history pick, and we have it, and so... It's an opportunity to really make a game-changing what, thing. What, what, what Jets.com article did you read that highlighted no, 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 the no, great no. history of 11th overall? No, there's no real outlet that puts that out there other than Jets.com. Or Jets Reddit. Just some rando on Jets Reddit. I like the hinge of history pick. Paul. Who are these people who have been drafted in 11th, and what year were they drafted in? Let, let me pull it up here. So it's actually an extensive list. What's the sourcing on the list? What what I'm saying, where's the list from? I'm just going to go through. I don't even remember where I even saw. Because I know exactly what he's talking about. I'll get some but, like cheesy buzz article from like the chargers.com. They'll say, we have this pick. These are like, we've had this pick before in the past. This is who historically has gone in that pick. And I, that's all Tim is referring well, to here. The Jets will just draft Vernon Golston 2.0. Now, see, that's just hateful. <laughs> but like yeah you look at this the, just the absolute list of stars that have gone 11th overall i mean people like oh, jj watt oh my computer's not can you back. read me the stars who've gone third overall like what are you talking about it just it happens every draft like, number is littered with stars no, even 24 it, ha- it happens to be you pay less for that pick the most it's not a top 10 pick but it's also you get great players and those guys tend to have chips on the, it just it it is for whatever reason like i said like the hinge of history You've got guys J.J. Watt, Patrick Willis, uh, Dante Culpepper. You have Michael Irvin. I'm not impressed. White Freeney, uh, Ben Roethlisberger. Does this list sound better than like if he pulled up the history of 14th overall? Uh, Probably not. Yeah, that's my point. Lattimore. Like you just like absolute superstars can come from this spot. So I'm very fired up for this. He's using the history of time. He has five five great (laughs) picks in 54 years. If we were getting Judy, which a lot of people are saying. He could be like the next Julio Jones. Or oh, you're going to draft Doug Judy? And so we could have a superstar wide receiver at this pick. So I'm getting very excited about the pick. Oh, Paula wants to chime in, but I will say, why do the Jets even need a receiver? You call them a top five receiving core before the you year started. Always use more receiving help, uh, particularly since we just we just always could. We need, you always should try to surround your quarterback with as much receiving talent as possible. They did a good job last year by bringing in Crowder, who you mocked, who ended up having an excellent season. And, you know, so you continue to bring in pieces as as you go. And, of course, their tight end was hurt all year. I mean, I'm looking forward to – this is not Jets talk radio, but 2020 is starting to develop as an incredibly special season in Gotham City. I'll just leave it at that. Jets were very impressive last year being 31st in offense. Well, Sam was sick for a while. Oh, yeah. Yeah, here's the thing. He fucking sucks. Paul? I was gonna say I don't. I watch. I look at the odd mock draft and stuff. And I have no idea how you think Jerry Judy's gonna get down to you at eleven. Well, I've seen several mock drafts where that's where they have him sleep. I've seen that, him that going Tim like himself. four, five <laughs> in that range, pretty I, consistently. I, I'm honestly not over him hyping the eleventh pick is the <laughs> second best pick in the draft. <laughs> the 11th. 
it's the pick you want. If it's not the first overall pick, you want eleven. I'm sorry, that's just that that's just historically been the case. I'll stand, I, I stand by that. I, I do like too that one of his points were it's not you know it's it's not as expensive as a top ten pick, but in that realm, it's like if they were to trade it, they'd just get less for it. Yeah, but they're not going to trade it. They're How do you gonna know? Make it they're they're going to trade it's up. It's such a good draft, pick. Draft a real quarterback. It is. It's the best pick after the first pick. It really is. The expectations are lower. The guys have chips. And then superstars. Just superstars. Can I trade you six for 11? You sold me. <laughs> what? I think that they're going to trade up and draft Ebert, and then they can have a tall, skinny, and a short, fat quarterback. People no, don't just, know. They can basically build an ice hockey team from NES. Tim, I, you're I, being absurd. You're being absurd, dude. I know it sounds stupid. I get that it sounds dumb, but it happens to the case evidence is on my side. It's really not. It's the pick you want, other than the first pick. It just year after year, it tends to be where the best players come from. The list you gave me was kind of underwhelming, to be honest. That's just a smattering of players. You gave five players and over fifty years of drafts. There's certainly more than that. I mean, there's there's tons. I can't. Okay, let's close this out with a game I wanted to play with you two guys. We've been doing this recently on the show. Are you guys ready to play a game of trivia? Sure. Sure. All right. I have a list of 53 Super Bowl MVPs. Shit. You have three strikes apiece. Jeff versus Tim. You get three wrong answers. Whoever has the most wins. Jeff, you can go first. Eli Manning. Correct. And if a player has won, if a player has won more than one, then it counts for all of the times that they've won. So you so can't, there aren't fifty-three players, though. True. There are fifty-three Super Bowls. Yeah. Okay. We'll I'll take Tom Brady. Okay. Correct. Correct. Edelman. Edelman is correct. Joe Montana. Joe Montana is correct. Steve Young. Steve Young is correct. Last time 49ers were in Miami. Troy Aikman. Troy Aikman is correct. Larry Brown. Dallas, 94. Yeah. 94? Yeah. 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 Super Bowl 30, yes, Larry Brown. Vaughn Miller. Von Miller is correct. Dexter Jackson? Correct. Nick Foles? Correct. Five seconds. Uh, Bart Starr? Yes. MVP of the first two Super Bowls, Bart Starr. Tim? Peyton Manning? Correct. I don't know if I'm... You're missing some really easy ones. Len Dawson? Len Dawson. Uh, Yes, correct. Aaron Rodgers. Correct. Fuck. I hope I'm right with this one. Desmond Howard? Is that his name? Is it Desmond Howard is his name? Yeah, kickoff. From the Packers, Patriots... The year after Larry Brown, it would be. You are correct. Drew Brees. Correct. These are the ones I thought you'd be going after. Recent quarterbacks who have won. But it's back to you. Michael Irvin. 
Michael Irvin is incorrect. First strike for Jeff. Two touchdowns. Tim. Terrell Davis. Correct. John Elway. Correct. <laughs> Ray Lewis. Correct. Oh, man. Five Jerry seconds. Rice. Jerry Rice. I have. Yes, that is correct. Super Bowl 23. They won so many. Figured he had to weasel one of them. <laughs> Tim. Marcus Allen. Oh, yeah. Good one. Marcus Allen is correct. Um, I hope I'm right about this. Me too. Dion Branch. Dion Branch is right. Tim. John Riggins. John Riggins is correct. Antoine Randall L. Did he end Super up? Super Bowl 40. Did he end up winning? No. Fuck! I'm trying dead now. Heinz Ward is the correct answer. The Back receiver. to you. I'm going to try again. Santonio Holmes. Santonio Holmes is. Send the did, game. Yes, he won. I'm, I can't beat Tim. I can't come back from two dead. This guy's, well, Tim, a, maybe this guy's a trivial pursuit. Tim's going to start putting him on here. Joe Namath. Joe Namath is correct. See, I was going to guess Joe, but was it? Willie Joe Namath. I thought they won that Super Bowl so low scoring. I didn't it think was. it mattered back then. 16 yeah, I, thought, I guess, yeah, I guess he made two the, plays. The first four Super Bowl MVPs were all quarterbacks. It went Great star, star, Namer, uh, Dawson. I'm just trying to think of teams. Well, I will give a hint to the both of you that there is one team who's won a lot of Super Bowls. And yes, I know. Just have not even tried to touch them yet. Well, I think I think I did with my last answer. Five oh, seconds. Roger Staubach? Roger Staubach is correct. I don't know if that was the team you're talking about. But... No, Terry Bradshaw. Correct. Well, yeah, well, I tried. I tried to get them with my last two. I got... So it's back to you. This would be, I think one of those Steelers receivers won one, but I don't know if it was Swan or the guy, the Hall of Famer across from him. Yeah, five seconds. Four, three. Swan. Correct. Tim. Staubach. Was already said, so that's an X for you. Yes. I don't got many cat lives left here, Tim. I was trying to think of like teams, eras, who's won this oh god who would have won that one five seconds this is the super bowl of the bears two walter payton he didn't even score a touchdown how could it be one mvp it was not walter payton game over tim do you have any more to reel off phil sims phil sims is correct both of Skins QBs, Rippon and uh, Williams. Correct, correct. Who won the Cowboys ones? Emmett uh, Smith, Troy Aikman, Larry Brown. Yeah. Uh, did we mention Malcolm Smith yet? We did not. Yeah, Malcolm oh, was that Smith. Seattle? That yeah. was Seattle. There's also another one from the past, like, eight years that no one said. Flacco. Flacco? I was yeah. thinking about that Super Bowl, but I, I, I know that uh, Chuck Howley's the only loser of a Super Bowl MVP. Who? Uh, uh, Chuck Howley, he's the only player on a losing team. Uh, Super Bowl 25, Otis Anderson, Giants running back, won MVP. Richard Dent for Chicago, won Super Bowl 20. Harvey's dad. 
was it greasy for the Dolphins when they were undefeated, or was it uh, Zonka? It was Zonka. Uh, Lynn Swan won one of those Pittsburgh ones. I guess. Did you? No, yeah. you guessed. Oh, sorry, Franco yeah. Harris won the other one. Uh, let's see. And did we get all the Patriots? Because I said Dion Branch, and we got Edelman. Yeah, well, you got Edelman, Brady. And Branch. Branch. That's all of them. Yeah. Terry didn't win the first one, right? It was no. Brady? No. Brady. Brady won three of them. Yeah, that's all of them, I think. Did we mention Warner? No. Oh. Idiot. Randy White and Harvey Martin for Dallas in Super Bowl See, 12. They both Dallas. won MVP. Chuck Howley for Dallas, Super Bowl five. Yeah, yeah I think I, I really hurt my chances to win the game when I was kind of going for obscure ones when there was still like there was still the low hey, there was like the low elite, hanging fruit. Yeah, the elite modern. Trying to go in my mind backwards, like who are some of the big QBs that have won? But I just didn't want to forget. I knew I'm more likely to forget those other ones. But, yeah. So Tim improves to two, three and zero. Oh. No, I no, won no, the I golf one. Golf hey, you won the golf one. Yeah, so two and zero, oh, three and three and three and one. He won Yankees MVPs. He won EPL teams. Uh, yeah, he and now came he in late. We were like tied, and then like after the buzzer, he had Crystal. But I got a couple in that one. Listen, Tim, I got a better chance at trivia versus Tim, but a lot of the time I feel like I'm drawing dead like people want to see us fight. Like Tim's a trivia guy. He's got a memory. where He's a hawk memory for some of the – elephant's memory for like some things. And I've just yeah. skis bought it a lot. A lot of useless information is stored in my brain. This is true. Well, that will do it. Rest of the week coming. Any of the shows? Will you listen to any of the shows, Jeff, do you think? No, would be that answer. No, I uh, listen. Give me the lineup. Yeah, it said Davis. So Colin Drew tomorrow. Yeah, showdown. Showdown for DraftKings. Million dollars up for grabs. You might want to do that. Well, I'll have one lineup, so how am I going to do? Poorly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you should, if you're going to do that, like, don't put it in the $10 for the million bucks. Put it in a single entry. Then like, you actually have a chance of winning. Because yeah, you're going to be facing Drewby with 150 lineups yeah. who wins every single week. I get it. Uh, Davis on Friday to break down the props, and then we'll have like a smorgasbord show for Saturday. Might film something else. Not sure yet. Maybe something about commercials. Commercials are fun. Maybe I'll talk to Wiley. He's, oh, a, he's a marketing guy. Can we do one quick thing? We can do whatever so you like. So it sounds like that they've decided to scrap Mr. Peanut's funeral. Is that, that true? Is yeah, true. apparently it's insensitive in the aftermath of Kobe's death to have anything funeral related during the Super Bowl. I can see that. I just it's not the press like this is all about they've they've gotten more out of this commercial already than the actual ad would have an impact. So it makes no difference to them anymore. And why would you want to deal with the potential? I I wouldn't make the connection to putting like Kobe died to Mr. Peanut can't die in a commercial that was announced like a month ago. But I'm curious whether he's still gone because like I bought all this stuff hoping that it'll be worth something if he's actually gone. Excuse me. Like I bought some new peanuts and almonds and stuff with his logo on it, hoping that if they switch whoever the mascot is, that in time, these things will be valuable because they'll have the original Mr. Peanut on it. So if he's Do gone, you know what sort of know. mass production has gone into those peanut cans? There is yeah, zero. Va- there's zero. There's zero. I thought for a moment you said, like, I bought some Kobe rookie cards or something. Like, No, no, no. But no one will keep them. These will be in mint condition. Your collection of things you think are going to be valuable is hilarious. He has a Batman <laughs> Returns McDonald's cup from like 1992. 
<laughs> Big money. That's going to be worth something someday. <laughs> well, when you say worth something, you mean less than zero? I have the one with the Riddler on it, and I have the one with Two-Face on it. I have both of them. <laughs> You're watching too I'm... much American Pickers, Tim. No, but I Not everything is worth something. Here's the thing. I like these to are watch just, these, these weren't... sometimes, and people show up to Antiques Roadshow with like, Oh, my grandmother left me this thing. Is it worth 20 bucks? And the guy's like, no, actually, it's worth $1.7 million. And I'm like, oh, man, that could be me. So I like to collect that kind of stuff because you never know what's going to be like super collectible one. Tim's a collector. I collect things, Tim. He also has Coke cans, but, like, not a bunch of them. Listen, you you, you can't. The mass-produced McDonald's. Cups are not worth anything unless they're not worth anything. You can just stop there. There's no unless. Paul, hold on, Paul. Question for Pat is: So you you know Tim the best. Is is Tim a collector or or a hoarder? There's a fine line. I'd say he's. (laughs) I wouldn't say he's a hoarder, and I wouldn't say he's a collector. I think he's just lazy and doesn't throw stuff out for a while, and then by the time it comes, you're like, "Oh, that could be worth money." This stuff is going to be worth something someday. You'll see. Tim, you realize how many cases of Mr. Peanut like merch is currently on the shelf all across the world right now? Yeah, well, this I'm playing the long game. 50 years from now, 40 years from now, people will be like, how oh, long? You- how, hold on. How long do you expect to be living, Tim? I, I, I expect to get at least 80 years into me. Okay. Good luck with that. If I can make it to 60, I'm going to be fucking And stunned. so, like, back then, by then, I, I think there'll be some value in the original and purchased at the time of Mr. Peanut's passing. That's got to be worth something, too. You're going to keep the I receipts write, the week of? No, I what write What do you the mean, date. purchased at the time? The, like the, the final date. logo? No, no, I write the dates on the bottom of the can. With a well, you, they're no longer mint condition. No, but you can't see it. Well, last week, you accused him of not, like, he was adamant he had people planters in his house or something turns out i was correct yeah exactly you know what would be you know what sort of mr peanut memorabilia that would be worth something the first ever planters can that's ever come out from like a hundred years ago that would maybe be worth something sure that would be worth millions i get that but what i've got (laughs) millions if you had an original 1916 can with the mr peanut on it in great condition yes we're talking millions i'm sure i I don't know about millions There are hardcore planters collectors out there. You can be sure of that. Like their house is a shrine to the. Beep, beep, beep. It this sounds like food. you're the only one. <laughs> I have been on the Coke Reddit thread so many times where people are like showing off their collection. Like there are people who collect things uh, from like uh, from companies or whatever, and like so, so brands. Sure, yes, you know what they call them? Losers. Anyway, my point is. I'd like to know what, the, what Mr. Peanut's fate is. I understand why they had to change the commercial, but I just want to know. He's so if back. he's alive, you just eat the, the nuts, right? Yeah, then, then, were, then it's just a speculative investment, and I didn't really lose much on it. But you know what I, was a, <laughs> what I stand to gain is, is quite a bit, actually. What? <laughs> I, look forward, In- I look forward to the day that, you know, his niece nephew daughter son whatever it's just like oh i wonder what i got in uncle tim or my dad's will and it's a 50 year old fucking can of two of uh, peanuts that's they're gonna love it which will be worth like less money 
than it is now. <laughs> that is now it will not have adjusted for inflation. Rancid peanuts. Oh. You'll see. I'm breathing heavy. Well, that man who's breathing heavy but not into the mic is Jeff Feinberg. You can follow him on Twitter at gfeinberg17. The coin, always a crowd favorite. Far more of a favorite than one, Mr. Tim Undergust. Tim Undergust. That is not my name. If I had put the coin into that poll of favorite guest of the year, do you think he do you think he would have beat the coin, Tim? I think that we all would have beaten the coin. I see. I don't know about that. Don't know. Anyway, Paul Shag is behind the camera. Follow him on Twitter at Paul Shag. You can follow me at the PME. More Super Bowl shows coming at you all week. So if you subscribe to the Pat Mayo Experience audio podcast, leave a five-star review, DraftKings handle, something you like about this show. You're in a draw for 100 DraftKings dollars. Winners announced on Mondays. Pat Mayo Experience, where hopefully we'll have won a whole bunch of cash, but more than likely have lost a whole bunch of cash. Anyway, I'm Pat Mayo. Thank you for watching. I'll see you next time. Pat Mayo Experience! Experience!